what? It's time for episode 276 of Magic the Amateur Age. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for people returning to the game of magic, learning the game of magic, getting better at the game of magic, just having a good old magic time. Welcome. My name is Maria, and I'm one of your hosts. My name is one of your hosts, and I'm a Megan. Wow. Can you imagine? What luck that you were named one of your hosts, and you ended up hosting a podcast. I know. It's almost like I was born to do this. Incredible. <laughs> In fact, I was what was created when two microphone engineers combined ideas. Wow. I thought you were going to say got married, but no, you were no. just born of the, the very of thought. Of ideas. Exactly. Of like, if we could create the perfect host in our minds this is what it would be no one tell maria but i'm not a person i'm a cloud of sentience wow that's uh that's pretty cool i heard what you just said so i know i know what you are what (laughs) i don't know what you're talking about Well, if you're a human or a cloud of sentience out there, uh, thank you for joining us on the show today. We have so much cool stuff to talk about. We had a very busy weekend down in Texas. Yes, we did. And every Texan finds that accent you just did offensive. I know, because I did it on coverage, and chat was not pleased with me. Well, they were correct. (laughs) You can say opinions can be right and wrong, but their opinion is right. I also said that I wanted people to drink, you know, lemonade on my porch. And they were like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's sweet tea. How dare you? That's also true. And I was like, yeah, good call. It is sweet tea. Yeah. Really (laughs) Really messed up on that. But yeah, we were in Texas for a Grand Prix, Dallas, Fort Worth, playing some Dominaria Limited. Yep. For like a good old fashioned, good old time. Living the lie of Dallas, Fort Worth. We were just in Fort Worth. We weren't in both of them. Why is it called Dallas, Fort Worth? Well, it's called GP Dallas, Fort Worth because it's that general metro area, but we were only in Fort Worth. So it'd be like. No part of the GP took place in Dallas. (laughs) What about like, so it'd be like Grand Prix, Minneapolis, St. Paul or Twin Cities. Yeah. Well, I think they just call it. Yeah. But they just call ours GP Minneapolis. They do. Weird. So why do they call it GP Dallas Fort Worth? Because they're trying to make it sound Dallas all cool because like Dallas is a, you know, a cool city or whatever, <clears throat> ostensibly. Well, that's an interesting theory. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about all the things that happened because we saw Sealed and we saw Draft and we have a much better understanding of the format now. Some uh, really surprising stuff as far as uh, I could tell from what I saw happening out there on the floor. So we'll update you with that as well as tell you what we've been drafting. Yeah, I've got to tell you about my sick draft moves. Ooh, yeah. Your sweet, your sweet draft moves. That's right. When I hit the dance floor, you're all going to be amazed by my sick draft moves. Look at her. Crack that pack. Crack that pack. Crack that pack. (laughs) And slide it back. Everybody do the pass to the left. Pass Pass to to the the left. left. Pass Pass to to the the left. left. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, I would do that dance. Oh my gosh. Now I want to make a music video of how to draft correctly. It's the Cupid (gasps) Shuffle, except it's the draft. Yeah. All right. Wait, what's the Cupid Shuffle? What? I don't know that. Uh, two hops this time. Oh, that's called the Cupid Shuffle? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I might be wrong, and then in that case, I'll be embarrassed, oh, but I think okay. I'm right. All right. We're going to make that video. It's Now it's done. Yeah. It's happening. Uh, we got a new segment for you on the show today as well. Just really quick, it's going to be the top five things you need to know in Magic this week going forward. What you need to know if you're going to FNM, if you're playing Kitchen Table Magic with your friends, if you're headed to a GP, or even the Pro Tour. These are the five things to keep in your back pocket so you are up to date on what's going on in the Magic community. That's right. Then we're going to, like we said, tell you about that drafting. Yes. And we're going to have a new segment as well where we just like, you know, 
give you our true feelings about some of the cards in this limited format. That's right. It's called, what is this card? (laughs) Except with a different intonation. Before we go any further, thanks to everybody who supports the show on patreon.com slash mtacast. Thank you so much for your support. You keep this boat afloat. You keep these podcasts coming out of your cat's mouth. You keep us sitting in these chairs and not just, you know, on the floor somewhere recording into like a blade of grass. And, you know, we're just like under the sun and we're sweating and nobody can really hear us. And there's not an umbrella even to protect us from the shade no. and no one put sunscreen on no it's very dangerous were you not here there would be a hole in the hole of that ship mm-hmm. there would would be bad it would be a it would be a u-sized hole <laughs> not like the letter u but like that's definitely what i pictured it was like a u <laughs> and then i was like a submarine a submarine torpedo sized hole like a u-boat no no why owe you a u-sized hole if you're not a patron yet we have a u-sized hole in our hearts for you <laughs> Please That's consider right. uh, donating. It's just as little as $1.25 an episode is what it comes out to. But we do so much more than just Cents these. per day. And if you're like, oh my goodness, it's so much work to become a patron. I have to go to patreon.com slash mtacast. Sign up for Patreon if I'm not already signed up. And then click on my pledge amount. Do you know what? You do so many things that are so much more difficult every day because you're amazing. Accurate. You're getting those things done. You can do this also. We believe in you and we need you. We would love to see you come become a part of our family in May. You know, yeah. start your spring off right. That's right. Thanks to cardkingdom.com slash MTA cast as well for being an awesome sponsor of this show. We love them. They make super sweet tokens with your orders. They ship super fast. Mm-hmm. They've got a blog. Mm-hmm. They've got cool products. We just mm-hmm. did a battle deck battle on our YouTube channel. That's right. As Dr. Seuss once wrote of a battle deck battle. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I could think of a when we were recording. A battle deck building battle. <laughs> but we didn't build them. So no. it wasn't a building battle decks. B- ba- battle. Building big battle. building battle. No, no. Just a battle deck battle battle. Yes. On the battlefield. That's right. And uh, yeah, I played a pants deck and Megan played a p- pristine control deck. You can check that out at our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash MTACast and pick up those battle decks too. Like you can get as many as you want and just choose one and battle That's it with your right. friends. They're 10 bucks. Battle, battle, battle. What can you buy for 10 bucks anymore? Uh, not a tire. Puffy Cheetos. Not a single tire for Could a Could you car. ever buy a tire for $10? <laughs> Probably at some point. <laughs> if you know the history of the cost of tires, please tweet at us with the hashtag $10 tire. Because, like, at some point uh, in time, a car cost $100, right? Did it? I that don't know. sounds too low. Well, how much did the first Model T cost? That sounds like inflation hyperbole. <laughs> Perhaps, <laughs> but I, I just really don't know how much Me the first neither. model I literally costs. have no idea. If you know the answer to that, you can use the same hashtag, $10 tire, because we need $10 to know. tire. We just, we really, really need to know. <laughs> what you need to know this week. That's right. Or as Maria has abbreviated it, W-Y-N-T-K-T-W. Yeah. Great. It's Great a really nice acronym. Exactly. Just rolls off the tongue. Wouldn't tickle what? Wouldn't tickle tool. Yeah, that's it. All right. That's it. Nice. Perfect. Uh, so starting off with number one. Number one, Grand Prix Dallas Fort Worth happened. That's and right. Somebody won it. Robert Brown. Robert Brown, and it was his first ever Grand Prix he ever played. That's right. His first ever Grand Prix, and if you're just like, what's the other hot Grand Prix gossip? Yeah. 
There's GP Birmingham coming up this weekend, which is one of those three-day GPs. Yeah, where double it's Legacy event. and then Standard. Cool. So if you're a Legacy fan, check that out. Yes. Because it's going to be both. Which Birmingham does it mean? I'm not sure. UK. The UK one? Yes. That's nice. <laughs> could have been could have been Alabama. Yeah. No, but yeah, so that's that's pretty cool stuff there. We'll talk more about DFW coming up in the show. I feel like when Magic talks about Birmingham, it's almost 100% of the time yes. Birmingham, UK. Yes. Which is interesting. Yeah. Because there's never been a GP Birmingham, you know. Has there? I don't think so. If you know that there has been, please tweet us with the hashtag $10, $10 tire. tire. <laughs> yes! I was hoping you were going to do the same one. Great. Number two. This is a PSA. Yes. About Teferi. That's right. In case you had not heard, when you're using Teferi's plus one ability, um, where you draw a card, and then at, on, your, on your end step, you untap two lands, uh, because of the way that card is worded, you must untap two lands. There's no choice here. Yeah. So if there's a later turn, and maybe you didn't cast anything that turn, and you didn't tap any lands, you're going to have to untap your opponent's lands. Yes. So go ahead and just, even if you didn't tap anything for any reason, tap to your lands so that you can then untap them and you're not untapping your opponent's lands. Yeah, it's a very strange thing. It is a very strange thing. But hey, do you know what? Right now, that's just the way it is. That's the way it is. Don't get caught untapping your opponent's lands. Number three, Brawl in Brawl. That's right. Whew, we Kick and butt the... This, this this guy is just yes. mowing down every other deck in the format in Brawl. Left and right. And straight across because that's the way multiplayer works. 24 out of 32 of the Magic Online decks in the 1v1 Brawl Challenge were Brawl decks. That's how busted this card is <laughs> in Brawl. Oh, boy. Not good. And a lot of people are calling for the ban. Uh, he got banned in 1v1 Commander apparently after six months. Wow. So, we'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens Maybe there. That's- Incoming. Yeah. I was like, swiftly. That was my swiftly incoming. Swiftly incoming. Swiftly. Yeah, this I is have... not a poetry meat. Meat? <laughs> That's just the word that came to mind. <laughs> I was I reading a book that included meat. track meats. And so I was just like, that's what happened. Poetry meat. A poetry meat. I would love it if you had a track meet and then at the end of your run, you had to recite a poem. A poem. You had written while you were running. Oh, wow. So it's like a decathlon, but like it's yeah. different multi-format. Yes. So running, say your poem, and then like knit a hat. Keep running. Oh. <laughs> I thought we were going like the real the real decathlon, which is oh, like the yes. skiing and shooting and skiing and shooting and skiing and shooting. That's all they do? Yeah. Just those two? I th- believe. Or is that biathlon? That would make more sense. That's because it's two things. <laughs> Well, we just made a triathlon, so think about it. Number four. Yes. What was the third thing in our triathlon? Uh, Knitting a hat. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. So you have to be very skilled. Yes. Number four. Battle bond. That's right. There's some sweet lands. Yeah. So we got a little peek of battle bonds on the cards that are coming. It's Mm -hmm. a two-headed giant format made exclusively for 2HG. And apparently it's Genesis was one of Magic's designers waking up in the morning and texting the other one. Hey, uh, what if we made a product exclusively for two-headed giant? That seems to be a popular format. The other person saying, oh, yeah. Maybe we should do that. Oh, yeah. Maybe we should do that. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I love to hear yeah. that kind of stuff. So we have, so far, um, these dual lands. Um, and it says, these these lands say, they enter the battlefield tapped unless you have two or more opponents. Isn't All right. that cute? So these are great for Commander. Yeah. Um, Spire Garden is the red green. Sea of Clouds, white blue. Morphic Pool, blue black. Luxury Suite. Really? Is black, black red? red? I love that. I love that. And Bountiful Promenade. 
green white yeah luxury suite i don't know i'm not the person that's i'm not i'm not the person great i was like gonna say i thought about this before they're gonna start running out of names for dual lands right yeah at some point and luxury will they wait will they or (laughs) i bet okay what i want someone to do is like they've done the like robo rosewater i want someone to train an ai just on the names of dual lands great and then you can have a dual land name generator but wouldn't it just recycle them pops up words but you also teach it words okay so for instance like luxury suite could like turn into work into what's a what's a black red land uh blood blood skull dragon skull summit dragon skull suite yes exactly okay i'm in or luxury summit (laughs) Perfect. Which is also the name of the racehorse I'm backing in the Kentucky Derby. Ooh, luxury summit. Fingers crossed. Uh, by the way, more Battlebond news on the way. How do we know that? We'll, well never tell. We know. And number five. That's right. Guess what? This one is a little bit tooting our own horns. Toot toot. Um, I was gonna go with like an air horn noise, but then I forgot how an air horn sounds. It sounds like. You know how when you're, if anyone's listening in their car and you hear like a siren noise in the thing that you're listening to, it is the worst. I'm not going to tell you the song that I hear that most often in. Oh, okay. Why? Because it's not a good song. (laughs) I hear it like, you know, they'll put them in like a news reports or something and I'm like. (gasps) Yeah. Anyway, so hopefully there's no air horns. Air air horn noise doesn't do the same thing for you. You're not like, oh my God, am I at a sporting event? I'm at a basketball game in my car. (sighs) I did not ask to be here. (laughs) Is my team winning? Yeah. Anyways. Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. The third uh, Dominaria lore video is done. The completely and unquestionably unquestionably accurate accurate history history of Dominaria uh, is out. So go watch the trio of them. They are delightful if we do our own horns. You can see them on Magic the Gathering's YouTube page. There's all three, all discussing, mm-hmm. discussing, showcasing, I don't know, retelling the history of Dominaria from back in the day, done drunk history style, if you're a fan of that. Bringing go it to you like a pie to your face. Absolutely. As everything should be. So yeah, yeah. go check them out. They're super Absolutely. cool. And that's what you need to know this week. W-Y-N-T-K-T-W. Everybody, let's talk about Grand Prix Dallas Fort Worth, or as we should say, Fort Worth. <laughs> That's right. Do you know what no one talks about enough is how it's right by the delightful Fort Worth Water Gardens. Yes, those were cool. They're beautiful. It's one of my favorite things. It's a bunch of like w- multi-level waterfalls that were yeah. made. It's, it's like neat. giant sculptural waterfalls. Yeah, and also ten minutes away from the Cheesecake Factory. Yes, by foot. By so, foot. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, we should have included, we could have included that in the the things you need to know. Yeah, by the Um, way. We know for a fact that um, Brazilian pro player Paulo Vitor Damodorosa's favorite chain restaurant is Cheesecake Factory. It might be his favorite restaurant. I think it's just his favorite restaurant. And he said it slightly edges out Olive Garden. So now are you glad you know that? Wow, but it made me think about our favorite chains, too. But we both picked burger places. We did, which we were later told was, like, co- a cop-out. Well, whatever. I agree. Shake Shack rocks. Anyways, Anyways. we were talking about GPDFW. Yes, yes, it was Dominaria Limited. We got to see Sealed, and we got to see Draft. Yes. Maria, what struck you about Sealed? Okay, so thing number one, 
which has been said by a lot of people at this point, the format can be grindy and slow. Yeah. And I think that's why a lot of pro players like it, because they like time to set up to do their crazy, um, whatever their deck is trying to do. And it makes it a lot of fun, because you can do a bunch of various strategies and don't have to worry about being killed on turn three. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of decks that we saw there, I would say, more often than not, were three colors. Yeah, it's true. Tons of three color decks. Yeah, and... Four color decks. All the color yeah, decks. It was it was crazy. Like every round, I'm like, well, this one will be two color, and it just like never was. Yeah. I mean, we've got Girl from the Ashes, which is an all star fixing card, mm -hmm. and uh, we've got Skittering Surveyor. We we spoke of Skittering Surveyor's Skits. phrases. Skits her president last week. Mister Skits continues to be great. People are playing Navigator's Compass with which. Um, LSV famously proclaimed never play this card, but look, sometimes you have to. I mean, but maybe then you just <laughs> question mark. Well, you know, you've got to fix your mana somehow. Do you? Well, I mean, if you're playing three colors. Well, okay, then you do. Yeah, but that was like the number one thing overall that I noticed from Sealed was you. It was generally. I don't think. I think I maybe saw an attempt, one attempt at a fast deck that Craig Wesco was playing, which was red white auras, mm -hmm. which was pretty cool. But it, it didn't perform well on camera. Maybe it did better the rest of the rounds. He did end up, um, I think, 7-2 and two going into day two mm -hmm. with it. Um, but generally, for the most part, very slow, very grindy, trying to set your deck up to do some cool things. The coolest thing I saw... Wait, there's two really cool things. Okay. Number one, you witnessed this, I believe. Sam Eilenfelt from the show. Like one million. Uh Mishra's replicators. Yes. Self-replicators. His deck was super cool. Yeah, it was. It was set up specifically to make to make use of Mishra's self-replicator. He was even playing Mox Amber. Yes, he was. Holy, yeah, holy he, bolus. He went all in. That's right. And it was awesome to see that deck, that deck yeah. happen. Because you kind of saw it play out and you're like, what's happening? What are all these cards? Oh, yeah. I get it. I will say, so there were, there were a couple of undefeated decks on day one yes. that were two-color. Oh, okay. Like, there was a white-blue deck. There was a white-black deck. White-black, real oh. popular color combination. BT yeah. dubs. It's very powerful. It's got the best removal. Yeah. It's so good. It, it's got it's got so much removal. We saw somebody... Who was it? Stephen Pierce, I believe, on day one, was it? That had... Was this his deck? Where he had History of Benalia and then also... Oh, gosh, I can't remember. Every every night in the entire set and was just pumping them up and it was crazy. I'm getting That was in the that was in the that was in the uh top eight. Oh, okay. I'm I'm kinda getting messed up at That was what the player who won. Robert Brown had a almost mono white deck. He was splashing red for like three red tricks. Uh and his deck was like three night had three night of new banalias and like uh history of banalia and two call the cavalries. It was just, it was all about those pony boys. Those pony boys. <laughs> those pony boys. <laughs> and the other coolest thing I saw in Sealed was Andrew Ellenbogen playing a Mirari conjecture, Mirari's Conjecture deck. Oh, nice. Which is the saga that on uh, chapter one, you return an instant from your graveyard to your hand. Chapter two, return a sorcery. Chapter three, the next time you play an instant or sorcery this turn, or when you play one this turn, sorry, you copy it. Are you sure that also wasn't draft? Because he did draft a deck like that in his oh second my draft gosh. on day two. I, maybe it was not draft. I'm getting all messed up. Either way, it was a sweet deck. <laughs> it was really sweet. There was yeah, a turn. Yeah, there was a turn where when it when it hit the three one, he kicked Grow from the Ashes. Oh my gosh! So he went and got four lands, 
And then he like he cast a wizard's lightning and a divination. And divination. So he really went to town with that. Oh, it, it was, was great. excellent to see. Stories abounded also of players winning with um, Lich's Mastery. Yeah, we saw that happen. Yeah. Matt Nass won with a Lich's Mastery on the battlefield. A little controversial if you even needed it. But who else did it? Uh, Sam, Sam Black. Black. In fact, Matt Nass was playing it out yeah. of his sideboard because Sam was like, hey, this card is actually playable. There's apparently a game where he had it in play and he kicked a Croson Druid. <laughs> so he gained 10 life. And so yes. from that, he draws 10 cards. That's the enchantment that you have that it has hex proof. And whenever mm-hmm. you lose a life, you have to either exile a card from your graveyard, lose one for your hand, or uh, sack, sack a permanent. permanent. And if you sack it, then you lose. Right, but you the, can't the lose while it's in play. No. It is great. And if you, yeah, if you get if a, you life, could, you draw a card, card, it is, it is awesome. That was, that's brilliant. It really was. Yeah, so I don't know. That card, uh... That was pretty sweet. I wanted to see more players doing that action. It was, Kenji said he also did the Cross and Druid t- trick with it on stream. Yeah. And so maybe, uh, maybe that card is cooler than, uh, we all gave it credit for. Maybe it is. One card that I saw a lot of and generally seemed to be better than I had ever assumed was Blood Towel Candle. I, okay, that's my new card that I'm a huge, like, that's my card. That's your card of the week. That's my pick for, like, most surprising good card. Yes. Where it's like, I didn't think that this card was good. You look at it and it's like, six mana to crack it? That's, like, so expensive. But it's not in this format. No, because it just... Six mana is freaking nothing. There's so many combat tricks, too. Yeah. That are really good. Yeah. So what stops that? Blood Towel Candle. Oh, it's so good. And there's so many creatures. Um, like Lyra is a 5-5. Five five. Yep. Um, Varric's Bladewing is a 4-4. Uh, four four. Like, it just... Grun Uncaked is a 5-5. Five five. Yeah. Cloud Reader Sphinx. There's just, like, so many need-to-answer creatures that are that die to it oh i love blood towel candle yeah and i saw tons of players playing it it was everywhere because you just need so much removal in this format and it's like hey you can play this in any color deck yeah and it's great like there was lots of lots and lots of bombs in dominaria the good news is there's there are common ways to answer them and blood towel candle is uh one of the all-stars at doing that um yeah draft on the other hand a lot of people are trying to draft super grindy decks, which you can do in draft as well. Mm-hmm. But turns out you can also draft a very aggressive deck. Absolutely. And just walk all over pew, 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 those grindier decks. Run a muck MVP. Muck. Yeah, absolutely. Plus three, plus three, and trample two attacking creatures. So, yeah, yeah, watch out for that card. I think card. Call the Cavalry is also a card that like people have been talking about. But I feel like it's pretty key in some of the aggressive white strategies. Yeah. It's just like... It just is such a good go wide. Like you need more creatures to try and get through. I am. Oh, yeah. You need those two, two pony boys, as you say. Yeah, those two, two <laughs> pony boys. Uh, so there were there were four drafters who went six. zero in their drafts. Technically, one of them was like five. zero and one because he drew into the top eight. OK, but of those. So that's like eight draft decks, right? That are three. Yeah. Uh, four of them were black, white. Really? Yeah, which I thought was interesting. But they were all different kinds of white and black. So some were trying to do the legendary thing. Some were like flyers. One of them, one hero to all of us drafted 
four Yargles across <laughs> his two drafts. <laughs> and played them all? Yes. Played, was playing two Yargles in each of his draft decks. Amazing. Like, on Sarah's wings, obviously. So those were, like, very much, like, flyers and removal. Flyers and removal. Pretty solid combo so far, it seems. Kenji, who was uh, doing commentary with me, said green-white was his favorite color pair. I, yeah. It seems good. It seems like a lot of players also really like that color pair. It seems really strong. White being kind of the universal, universally agreed on best color in the format. Yeah. A lot it of people beating on red. They don't like red. Yeah. Um, you know, I talked to uh, Paul Rietzel, who was drafting on day two, um, and he was saying that he like he doesn't really have a strong color preference. He ended up in like red black in his second draft, and he was like, "It's probably my least favorite one, but I'm still like totally fine being in it." So I don't know that this is bad as like back when we were like no. green and battle for Zendikar. Don't touch it. No, 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 not that at all. Was a ten foot pole. <laughs> So Dominaria, pretty cool. The guy yeah. won it all. Professor. Yeah. Of engineering. Wow. Oh, man. So I did a draft on Friday, a turbo draft, where you only get to play one match, which is the least satisfying thing that's ever happened. d d turbo draft. Yeah. FYI, do them if you need to scratch the itch of drafting, but watch out. You'll want to play more games. Because your deck was sweet. You sent me a picture of it. It had... I got past three Cavalry Pegasus. That card's so good. We should mention that one, too. to me. Play Cavalry Pegasus. Just play it. Play it. It's so good. Every single deck. But this... This was, like, the highlight of it for me was I, in pack two, uh, it, like, took me a while to land on green-white, but I was pretty much there at the end of pack one. And then in pack two, I got a pretty late, I want to say, like, fourth pick Shauna. Sure. Um, and I, which is the green-white uh, creature. And I was like, hmm, this is good. Like, obviously, I'm taking it right here, and it feels kind of late, and I'm getting ca- past all these cavalry pegasus. Pegasi. Pegasus. Pegasus. Uh, and then in pack three, I got past Ashana late. And I mean like really late. But I already had one. And I looked at it and I was like, I think I can wheel this. I think that no oh, one shoot. else at this table is green white. Because it's a good card. Like you want two of it. Even oh, yeah. in your green white deck. I'm making a bunch of saprolings. Like it's going to be a big creature. It's a great two drop. It's so good. And I can like make it fly with these cavalry pegasus. 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 <laughs> We've been here before, haven't we? I think we have. Like we have. Just a million Anyways, moments ago. And I... And I did. And I don't mean like I wheeled it early where it was in my first pack and I was like, I'll get this back. I mean, I got it back second to last. Yes. My, the person on my right passed me two cards and I was like, the Shauna is in here. And I pick <laughs> it up and sure enough, it was. Yeah. And I felt like that was the first time that I ever had a read on a whole table and no one being in my color <laughs> pair. Like just Sick. Looking So at you got cards, hooked like, up. Uh, yeah, it was great. I was like, no one is going to take this. I wish that I had been able to play three rounds with it. But you know what? It scratched, at least it scratched the itch of wanting to pick up carts and yeah. draft them. Yeah. But boy, I wanted to make more pony friends fly with their pony friends, Pegasus. Cavalry, Cavalry Pegasus. Cavalry Pegasus, Knight of Nubinalia, loves to fly too. That yeah. little two drop, three one. But yeah. Shauna heading to the skies. Yeah, that's big there were game. times when she was like a 10-10. <laughs> it was great. Great. I played two Blood Tallow Candle in that deck. And yeah, there, is, there it is. Blood Tallow Candle. Get in. Solid. Two of them. Solid. It's time for a new segment on the show called 
is this card? What is this card? What is this card? So we're going to talk about some cards where we're just like, what is this card? Yeah. So Maria. Yeah. What's your first what card? My first card I want to just talk about is Drudge Sentinel. Drudge Sentinel? What is this card? It's How dare it? Two one for three? Ugh. It's a skeleton? Worse. But it doesn't have regenerate because they're not doing regenerate anymore. It has indestructible if you pay three? Uh, since what is a skeleton? Indestructible. Tell that to all the hospital bones that I made when I broke my bones. <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought you were going to say something completely different. Tell that to all the bones in museums. You're not indestructible. That's right. You'll be bones in museums. You have a half life. <gasps> That's like chemicals. And you know what else? What? You're a two one. Guess in what, what universe aren't you a one two drudge sentinel? In my mind, you're a one-two because that's usually what regenerating skeletons are, unless I'm totally crazy. No, I don't think you are. And do you know what? Drudge Sentinel, just because you can become indestructible doesn't mean that you can't be carbon dated. That's right, Drudge Sentinel. So keep that in mind. What is this card? What is it? Our next card is... (laughs) Our next card is Song of Frailies. What is this card? What is this card? A two-mana saga? What? It's just, oh, oh, man. All three chapters are just a bonkersville? Oh, what? Oh, oh, look. All of my creatures that I've played make mana so that I can cast every single creature in my hand. Oh, what? Every single creature in my hand. What do you have to do for chapter three? You have to set up some really complicated thing and then go off and think about your attack? Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. This this battle is about to get very complicated. Should I attack? I don't know. Will I lose my creatures? You won't because they're all indestructible. They're all indestructible. What is this card? Oh man, does it at least wear off eventually? Because they'll become smaller later on? No, no. they get plus one plus one counters? What is this card? What is this card? You know, what is this card? Arvon the Cursed. What is Arvon. this card? He's just a sad, moody, emo vampire who's sad that he got vamped. Well, guess what? This is your life now, Arvon. Deal That's with right. it. Someday, you're going to be in your own novel, and you're going to be the questionable protagonist of it, and you're just going to have to deal with that. And it's not going to be a very good book either, Arvon. Death Touch and Lifelink? Guess what? Get out of here. Those two things are opposites and shouldn't be in text next to each other. You have an illness. You you have an illness, and it's being dumb. Arvon the Curse, what is this card? Is there somebody who's cursed always have to be on the weatherlight? Weatherlight, come on! Come on, where does it say in your contract that you need a cursed person on you? That's right. Dangerous. Next card. Next card. Card! What is this card? What is oh, this? You mean that in any limited format, I'm going to come up across every single copy of it that was opened <laughs> because it will be in every single deck in the pool that it was opened in because it has no colors in its casting cost? What is this card? What is, oh, it's just a planeswalker I can always play in my deck no matter what? Oh, what is this card? You mean that I committed hard to green black in my draft and then I open it and pack three and it's a mythic planeswalker and I can just take it? What is this card? What is this card? No matter what, you always are getting card advantage, but for some reason, you don't like it when I call it carn advantage? That's right. What is this card? What yes, is this, this you card? You a robot? Robot. <laughs> What's our next card? <laughs> 
Multani. Multani, what is this card? What is this card? You just don't die. You just, you just, the, just, just come back again and again. And what is it with your power and toughness getting bigger the more I flood? Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't no. matter if my you opponent is wrong. my opponent is flooding, but they're still gonna win the game because they have a Multani in play, what? and my Eviscerate isn't gonna do anything. I need to exile you. Wait a second. What? There's only two cards that exile this format. Two cards. Three cards that exile. Technically, what is this card? Three cards that exile. Seal away. Blessed light and a third one. Settle the score. That's it. I'd like to settle your score, Multani. I could syncopate you, I guess. That's right. But you probably have so many lands you can pay for it. cast a Multani and it got syncopated. That was the worst play I've made yet in Dominaria (laughs) Limited. (laughs) Multani, you're just too good, so get out of my format. What is this card? (laughs) And that is your introduction to to the segment, (laughs) What is this card? If you have a card you'd like to nominate for What is this card, please use the hashtag, What is this card? $10 tires. (laughs) Guess what? What? Chicken butt. Oh, I fell for that one. Also, ultrapro.com. <laughs> Guess what? What? Ultrapro.com. Take that joke to your FNM and use it. Hey, thank you, Ultra Pro, for being a sponsor of the show. You're really super extra great, and your yes. uh, gear is awesome. Oh, look at this. I look at this horse. This. Look at this horse. Look at this horse. Uh, we're holding right here one of their uh, card binders um, that has, it's like the Joyra Teferi and Karn art on the front. So pretty. It's just so flippin' pretty. Yeah. I can't handle it. And these ones are new over here. That's right. These like, oh, they're so They're premium soft. pro benders here? Yes. They're like... They're, they're soft. So they, it makes you feel like a business professional. You're a business professional magic when player. These binders are for business professionals. So if you want to feel like a business professional yeah. without spending business professional money, amounts of money, head on over to ultrapro.com. Yeah, and if you want the Dominaria map... Mm-hmm. Um, as a playmat, they've got that. I know oh, a lot of people have great. been wanting that. So. And there's Karn, too. Yeah. I Karn. love the Karn art. It's really cool. So good. Yeah. They sent us this giant playmat that you're seeing on our table right yeah. here if you're watching the video. Or if you've watched our um, our our battle deck our videos. Our battle deck videos. Yeah. It's Ugh, really cool. It's great. They've got tons of cool stuff over there. It's Go worth there. it to just like spend a few minutes checking out their cool swag. Yeah. All the art. Yeah. Love it. Ultrapulse.com. It's time for Flavor Text Theater presents Door to Door Salesperson. That's right. We're going to have uh, the other player guess which card we are as we give them a pitch as though that card were a door to door salesman. Oh, I'm so excited. Me too. What are we going to be sold today, I wonder? The days of people coming up to your door to sell your stuff are thankfully over. over. Except for internet. Somebody tried to sell me internet at my door. What? Yeah, and they're like, hey, do you want to buy this kind of internet? And I'm like, how much is it a month? And they're like 80 something. And I'm like, that's a funny joke because I currently pay $33 for my internet. Yeah. I mean, people still try and sell Mormonism. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Door to door. Um, All right, here we go. Uh, knock, knock, knock. Oh, hello. I was just making a jello salad. Oh, hey, sorry. I'm just so, um, I'm so confused. I'm just, uh, I came to sell you this, but my, my, like, honestly, my, 
my sales power is just not what it used to be. It's oh. taken a big hit. I'm still pretty tough, but I'm just... What's wrong? What happened? Well, look, um, here, I'll sell you. You can draw a card. I can draw a card? You can, that, Draw a card. That's the best I can offer you. I'm sorry. I'm Did just not as powerful as I used to you be. You used to be better? I used to be more powerful, so you could but say now I'm not. But you're I, like kind of a reprint? Yeah, I'm just like confused. I'm sorry. I All right. Just, confound get out of here i mean befuddled yeah i am i'm very befuddled (laughs) nice that was a tough one wow i can't believe i got that one all right ding dong um hello hello i am here to sell you the best armor in the realm would you like to buy it oh um uh, maybe like tell me about it i guess well it's shiny new and can do you know an okay amount of damage for the money you're gonna pay Oh, it's armor? Well, I'm selling it. I, it's not really me. I'm not the armor, but I... But, but you're I, selling me armor? Yes. When you're riding a horse, it'd be lovely to wear. But you're selling me armor. <laughs> what you're selling me is armor. Yes. Oh, is it like, can I can I just stab people with a good? Well, you can s- stab people with me. <laughs> I mean, wait, this is getting confusing. <laughs> this is getting confusing. Which, are you selling me the stabby thing or are no, you the stabby I'm thing? I'm not the stabby thing, but I'm just, it would be in character for me to sell it to you, I suppose. Oh, you're trying to sell me a stabby thing. Yes, I, I've used it in my training and now I'm, oh. I no longer need it as I am a full-fledged member of, you know, whatever, the king's guard of whoever rules oh. Dominaria. Are you an, a knight? I am. You Benalia? That's right! <laughs> Buy this stuff now or else. What is it? Buy two of them. If you buy two of them, I'll reduce the cost and I won't sell at you so hard. You're selling at me really hard right now and you're messing up stuff. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. Why are you so mad? Because I only have this one eye to see with. Rampaging Cyclops, get out of here. That's me. (laughs) Oh no, that wasn't the card. Oh, Oh, was it? I mean, no, I mean, I don't oh. know where my card you know where went. where it went? Okay, well, if you get it okay. again, then we'll put it away. Yeah. Hello! I'm not even going to ring your doorbell because I'm here to save you. Do you need saving today? I don't, other knight. No, I'm not a knight, but I'm here to save you in case someone tries to kill you or perhaps... Oh, do I... Are you an adamant will? No! What? No! I'm a card that's really bad and you should never play me, but I'm here to save you. But you're here to... Oh, are you like a healing... Healing salve? Healing oh, life? No, life? no, no, no. Not white at all. No, more of a bluish tint to me. I'm uh, here to save you. Oh, you're rescue yes <laughs> my bad your rescue i'm just rescue oh there it is i found it oh my god <laughs> so freaked out <laughs> help me what's uh what's what's wrong where do i put my undead hordes your undead I mean, hordes yes i have so many undead hordes if you pay this extra price you can have them you know what i usually let people into my house for tea but jasu vest you are specifically <laughs> not invited <laughs> Ooh, it's foiled yeah it's a foiled, foiled jasu oh gosh hey there's five of us can we come into your house there's five of you there's five of us we, you got real lucky, and there's five of us. Normally, you'd get none. <laughs> Ding 
Wolfgang. <laughs> Hello. Hi. There's five of us. Can we come into your house? There's five of you. Ding dong. Oh, sorry. There's only one of me, but you know that's probably what you could what you could count on. Ding dong. Oh, there's none of us. <laughs> none of us here at all. I don't know why you put me in your deck, but you sure did. You were hopeful. You were hopeful there'd be at least what? one to two of us of us uh, historic one to historic two of you. things that would show up. Uh, but uh, I'm more of a, a constructed playable. Am I boarding the weather yes, lights? You are. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ah, ah, bird, ah, a bird. But what bird? Look at, look into my skull-like head and my spindly arms. Ah, Easter glider. It is Easter glider. <laughs> Oh, uh, there's the sound of a, of a scratching branch f- against your door in the middle of the night. Hello? Uh, we're the trees in your yard, and we want to sell you a pile of dirt. Grow from ashes? Don't forget, we have reach. A lot of people forget that. All of us, we're all here. All of your trees are here. And we're saying we have reach and we're ready to Silver attack awakening? if you want. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, that's an easy thing to forget. I sure forgot it once. Yeah. Uh, all right. Here we go. Knock, knock. Uh, yes. Hello. Oh. I've taken away and hidden what you already use, but you'd like to use it again, wouldn't you? I mean, I would, yeah. Yes, well, I've taken it away and you can use it again. And if you... If you spend enough mana, you can have me take away the things that you haven't used yet, but then also I'll give them to you later. This sounds like a bad deal. (laughs) Oh, I mean, if you use the first... You know, if you take my first offer, it's a very good deal. You know, where I... Master of the Pearl Trident? No, I take away forever. I hide away, I exile a thing that you have already spent so that you may spend it again. Gosh, I don't remember. What is this? What is this card? Look at this orb that I hold in my hand. Opt. And how (laughs) I sort of always look at myself in the mirror and think that I'm Prince. Your prince? That I'm prince. in a mirror? I look in a mirror and, and I think that like I'm prince. prince. I feel that I look like Prince. <laughs> I don't know which card looks I'm like Prince. I'm Rona, disciple of Nick. Oh yeah. Have you ever looked at her? She's got she looks kind yeah. of like Prince. Yeah, I can see I am it. Oh. I can see it. Also, I feel like she just has like, like it's dumb. it's part how she looks, but it's part her vibe. She's got a real prince vibe. Yeah, she kind of does. Yeah. Anyways. I'm I'm tapping on your door with my pickaxe. With your axe? My pickaxe. Skirk prospector, get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) That was easy. (gasps) Do you have a place for me and my friend? Is this skittering surveillance? No. Oh. Chittering rats! I yes. Mean, yeah. Yay, chittering rat, rat colony. Rat colony, that's it. <laughs> dur, 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 dur. I'm here and I brought two friends. Oh, uh, call the cavalry and get out. No. Sergeant at arms. Yes. Move it. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the two. It certainly was. 
I really like kicking Sergeant in Arms. It's great. It's a good feeling. I mean, two soldiers? Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot of chumping grun. <laughs> yeah, grun, you don't just have sometimes, trample. Yeah, which is sometimes just what they do. You know, I, we saw somebody attack for 20 with grun. And they won. And they Their won. Their opponent was at 19. Yeah. They attacked for 20 with grun. Great. It was great. Well, everybody, that's the show for this week. Thanks for coming along. Before we go, I just want to... Oh, where did I put it? I don't know what you're even looking for. The shirt. Oh, it's over oh, there. It's over there. Well, just imagine for a second, imagine if you that will. Right here in front of us, we are holding a shirt. A shirt. It's the a beautiful Rainbow Planeswalker Yay, shirt. Yay! We have one to give away. Yay! It's amazing. Yes. Um, you can go and purchase your own. It is a fundraiser mm-hmm. for the Lambert House, uh, and it is it is delightful. It is great. It is wonderful. It is a beautiful shirt. Yeah, and you can find a link to how you can buy one for yourself. They have lady sizes too and uh, uh, in the show notes for this or underneath the video. That is right. But we're giving one away um, and yeah. if you want a chance to enter, should we just throw it in with the, the Gleam yeah, giveaway? That's right. Okay. So also beneath this video or in the show notes is a link that you can hit to enter to win our Flavor Text Theater cards from this month as well as a bunch of swag mm-hmm. and a sweet uh, Rainbow Planeswalker shirt for you supporting Lambert House. You could have this foiled Josu Vess. That's a good card. Josu? I don't know. I Josu? still don't know. <laughs> well, okay. I should know. But uh, yeah, that'll be included with cards we opened last episode and a bunch of sweet swag from Ultra Pro and yeah. Card Kingdom. So yeah, nice. be sure you do that. Do it. Thank you, everybody who supports the show on patreon.com slash mtacast. You're all a member of our family. And if you haven't supported us up until this point and you've been listening for a long time, I highly encourage you to consider pledging your support for as little as $1.25 an episode if you want to think about it that way, because it means a lot to us. And if we give anything to your life, it would really mean something to us if you gave just a little something back to let us know that you're out there, you're listening, and you appreciate what we do. Just a little bit back. Yeah. And thank you to Card Kingdom for being our amazing sponsor head to cardkingdom.com slash mtacast for all of your magic needs anything you need that's just the place to go that's right and let us know about those titles please please